it's time for the North Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in another edition of the North Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, where we talk District 1 and 2 athletics week in, week out. Uh, my name is Brandon Bainey. We're joined today by Ryan Skaggs, wearing his finest Boise State hoodie. Zip up? Not a zip up. Uh, it's just a hoodie, like a long sleeve shirt. It's like probably one of my favorite shirts. Super yeah. comfortable. Looks good. Thanks. Yeah, Broncos are playing well in men's hoops, uh, they despite are. not having Marcus Shaver. So, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but the uh, the Mountain West is looking pretty pretty tough right now. So pretty legit with New Mexico and Young Patino coaching yeah. them. Uh, yeah, and you got Nevada. You got a big win last night over them, and then obviously San Diego State still tough. So Mountain West is looking pretty good. Yes, uh, I hope Nevada crashes and burns. Not because. I hate, Nevada, I hate Nevada, but I hate I hate Steve Alford with a passion uh, as a <laughs> as a UCLA fan to watch what Steve Alford did to that program and just run it into the ground. Uh, yeah, he, he can go. He can go uh, burn for all I care. <laughs> and so anyway, yeah, but then you wouldn't have gotten what? Who do you have now? Uh, you don't have Mick, ben Howland. Mick Cronin. Mick Cronin. That's right. Yeah. Howland yeah. was another name that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so anyways, I, I, that's probably over exaggerating a little bit, but um, a little dark here, uh, which matches the lighting on my camera. I promise you I'm in a well-lit area. I've got all my lights on. I don't know what the deal is with my camera, but um, I, it appears that I'm in a dark uh, shadowy area. But anyways, that's only for people that are watching on the YouTube channel. You can also get audio for this podcast at the IdahoSports.com uh, website. Uh, across the top of the homepage is a little drop down uh menu that says prep casts click on north idaho prep cast you can listen there you can also uh subscribe and download this podcast on your favorite podcast platform so uh no time to waste let's get right into it let's talk some girls hoops so again uh, for those that are watching the video version of this podcast uh on the idaho sports.com youtube channel i'm going to share my screen i'm going to put the brackets up on the screen so you can follow along there if you're watching the video uh, maybe make it full size. Um, that way it's easier to see the brackets. If you're listening audio only, no worries. We have every single district bracket right at the top of the homepage at IdahoSports.com. You can't miss it. And you can follow along there if you are listening. So let's start with class 5A because this was action that happened last night. Congratulations to the Coeur d'Alene Vikings, Skags. They win district 1-2 in honestly dominating fashion yeah. they, beat Lewis, they beat lewiston in the first round game last friday 70 to 34 last night they beat lake city in the championship 56 to 35 and the vikings after missing out on state last year are headed there in 2023 yeah and they shot the lights out from three point last night too uh coach simmons team is rolling and uh i don't i don't see that party stopping anytime soon that yeah. lineup is just confident as all get up and uh, absolutely dismantling a really, really good Lake City team last night in the district championship game. Lake City now has the task of they have to take on Post Falls uh, tomorrow, and then the winner of that gets to take on Eagle uh, in the play-in game. But man, like Coeur d'Alene, if they're not your favorite for the state championship, I mean, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a great tournament. Let's be real, but Coeur d'Alene just looks absolutely like world beaters right now. 
Yes, and uh, on our website, idahosports.com, I do a daily bracketology update. You know, teams that have clinched official bids, uh, teams that are we are projecting to advance the state. What would the matchups look like based upon the max prep rankings? You can lock it in. Coeur d'Alene will be the number one overall seed at the 5A state tournament starting next week. And there's a chance, Ryan, depending on what happens in this, this uh, game between Lake City and Post Falls, Lake City did sweep the regular season series. And by the way, whoever wins between Lake City and Post Falls on Thursday night, I like them to advance past yep. Eagle to get to state. Yeah. Um, but he, he, here's the interesting thing is that currently Lake City is ranked third. They would be the number three seed if they were to get to state. Thunder Ridge would be the number two seed. But Thunder Ridge just lost by 20 to Rigby last night in their district championship game. They got boat raced. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, Thunder Ridge has to win a state play-in game against Mountain View. And if they, for some reason, failed to advance, this was a team, this was the last undefeated team. It was Coeur d'Alene last year, essentially, is what we're looking at. <laughs> yes. I mean, they were they were the last undefeated team in not just 5A hoops, but I'm pretty sure the entire state. And they have just, I don't know what's happened, but they've lost to Rigby twice now at district's. Um, if they lose that play in game, like it- Melba, Melba's gonna get mad at you about that one. But go ahead. Oh, you're right. You're right. How can I? <laughs> how can I forget Melba? Of course. Um, but okay. So Thunder Ridge was definitely the last undefeated five A team. Um, if if Thunder Ridge failed to advance to state for some reason and Lake City advanced, Timberwolves would jump up to the number two seed, and then you would have the two quarter lane schools on opposite sides of the bracket pretty interesting well and as it stands right now if lake city does get the three seed they're still on opposite sides as well so um you know that bodes well if you want to see an all court lane final that could be pretty awesome and it's possible um <laughs> the way lake city plays basketball too so uh yeah it's a it's gonna be a good term i mean boise obviously they're 20 and 2 they're looking pretty strong as well um if they're able to you know continue the momentum heading into the postseason, but Coeur d'Alene just looks so stinking good. And it's, it's hard to pick against the Vikes right now. Yeah. And I, and I go back to Boise has lost twice this year. One of those uh, losses came to Lake city. So, I mean, I just, I don't know Um, if, if post falls were to win this game against Lake city and they were to advance to state, um, then you're looking at post falls being the number six seed possibly Mm -hmm. overall um they could also be uh higher than that depending on uh, again if thunder ridge were not to make it to state post falls could then slot up to number five but uh either way post falls if they do make it gonna be you know in the lower end of the the seedings there for the trojans but um this game thursday night should be pretty interesting um i think i will lean lake city just because they they did win the two regular season matchups um, but it's hard to beat the same time, uh, same team three times, um, in one season. So. Yeah. But I'm going to stay with the, with the T wolves. Um, I just think that lineup's got too much depth. I really do. Um, cause they can get points from all over the floor and that's no slight to Capri Sims who scored her thousandth point, uh, this last week too. So congrats to her. Um, but it's just, I don't know if, if post falls has the firepower with Waddington and zoo felt and everybody else in that Lake city lineup. There's, there's a lot there that, you know, Pickford's there too. So um, yeah, that's, that's a pretty deadly lineup. Yeah. Should be a fun game though. That's Thursday night mm-hmm. at Lake city. All right, let's move to the foray inland empire league. We had the play in game on Monday night. Moscow had to travel to Lakeland. 
Hawks win by 12, 53 to 41. And that now sets up the best of three game series. Lakeland at Sandpoint. Game one is tonight. We are recording this on Wednesday, February 8th. The first game is tonight. Um, and then they would play Friday night. And then if necessary, if we had to go to that third game, it would be on Saturday. And all these games are at 6 p.m. Uh, in Sandpoint. What do we think here? I, I still think the Bulldogs are the team that it should be favored. Um, but Lakeland has been playing better as we've gotten yeah. to the end of the season. Lakeland and Lakeland's been able to push Sandpoint's buttons. <laughs> I mean, we saw Sandpoint win, obviously, last time they faced each other on the walk-off free throw. Um, you know, Lakeland's playing better down the stretch and, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they sneak a game. It, this could go to that if necessary game and it wouldn't surprise me if it did. Um, but Sandpoint, if you look at like on paper, obviously games not played on paper, um, but just looking at the lineup and what they've got as far as talent goes, the Bulldogs in my mind have, have the upper hand, uh, but the Hawks are playing well and, and coach Derek's got that team moving in the right direction they play really hard for him we talked about him last week too but yeah yes we did uh sandpoint if they were to win and get to state uh right now they would be the three seed overall at state um shelly and blackfoot uh, are the top two seeds they're playing in their district championship tomorrow night the loser of that game would then have to win to get the second bid to state um if for some reason shelly and or Blackfoot didn't advance Sandpoint could move up to the two seed, but again, two versus three kind of all semantics there. If Lakeland were to get in, you're looking at the Hawks being the five, six seed. Mm -hmm. Lakeland would be the six seed with potential to move up to five, possibly um, if somebody were to get upset along the way. So that's where we're at with four a girls yeah. basketball. So interesting. Uh, okay, 3A. Did you have one? anything else you wanted no, to No, we're good. About? I was going to say 3A is pretty much, yeah, I don't want to say <laughs> academic, but like uh, <laughs> you only I mean, have two teams, so pick one. But yeah. Yeah, so kind of the same deal. We talked about Sandpoint. Lakeland have this best of three series. So does Timberlake and Bonners Ferry. The first game was Monday night. Timberlake won 50 to 24. Mm -hmm. uh, they play again tonight uh, in Spirit Lake. If Timberlake wins that, they are moving on to state Ryan where they would be the number two overall seed. Yeah. And I think that'll happen. I really do. I like the tigers a lot. Uh, I think they're, they're a tough matchup for anybody. I mean, snicker has got a good team though. Uh, no slight to them and Parma as well down South. There's some good teams down South, but Timberlake is a really dangerous team. And they, like I said, they took Coeur d'Alene, the number one overall at five a, I mean, they took them to the wire in a head to head matchup. And, uh, you know, that just shows the talent that, that that's there at the 3A level with Timberlake. Yeah, Timberlake is so good uh, year in, year out. And, and, you know, Bonner's Ferry is also not bad. Mm -hmm. They just happen oh. to be in the same league as this juggernaut <laughs> that's Timberlake. Yeah, um, Timberlake would have, I mean, they split with, with Sandpoint at the 4A team. I mean, but overall, I mean, you know, they would have tied for the league championship if they were a 4A team. I mean, Timberlake and Sandpoint are right there neck and neck, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, look, at, look at this resume wins over Lakeland, a four a uh -huh. West Valley, uh, a bigger Spokane. It would be a Washington. Yeah. It'd be like an Idaho four a team. Yeah. Yeah. They went Lakeland went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. No against the state of Washington this year. Oh, Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Timberlake. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. They, 
boat race people. It wasn't yeah. close. <laughs> um, and, and some bigger schools, like we said, uh, West Valley, Liberty, um, you know, pretty, pretty impressive teams. Um, they beat Lewiston. They beat a 5A this year. They beat Lewiston 54-43. They, they split with Sandpoint, as you mentioned. Um, they they swept Lakeland. They won both matchups with Lakeland. So, yep. yeah, this team is is legit for sure. Not, not as much height as we're used to seeing, you know, Timberlake ha- has had over the past couple of years. Um, they well, do. Though. They do have a 6-1 sophomore, though, in Diana Nelson, who um, they can lean on. But this is more of a guard-led team with Malia yeah. Miller and Jenna Chase and Sierra Sumas. And um, there's just a lot of good guards. Sorry, I'm trying to like get some sunlight in here. There was actually sun outside. <laughs> I don't want it to look like I'm working in a dungeon. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it to look like me, where it's all dark uh, for sure. But So, yeah, Tim- Timberlake uh, can-, can win the district tonight. Um, and then they would be the two-seeded state in 3A. All right, 2A, Central Idaho League. We had the play-in game last uh, or on Saturday. St. Mary's beat Priest River 45-26. to So now we've got this nice, tidy little four-team bracket here. Opening round games were on Monday night. Uh, both the top seeds won. Grangeville had an easy time with St. Mary's 57-26. to Kellogg beat Orofino in the 2-3 matchup by 8, 37-29. That sets up tonight, St. Mary's at Orofino in a loser-out game, and Kellogg at Grangeville in the district championship. We like the Bulldogs here, right? Yeah, I like I like Grangeville, especially playing at home. Um, Kellogg can make things interesting, obviously, in a play-in game. I think that you know there's certainly some noise that still could be made from from the Cats, but yeah, I like uh, I like Grangeville in this one. I think that there's just too much going on with that lineup and that the way they just reload year after year. But the other, I think the, the big one in my mind is coaching, I think goes to the, the advantage of the Bulldogs tonight. And um, Grangeville, I think clinches that state berth this evening. Yeah. Grangeville six and zero in the league this year, nobody really ever came close. I mean, the, the times they played Kellogg this year, they won 54 to 37 and then they won the rematch 51 to 25. So that, I think kind of speaks for itself. Um, and again, yeah. we talked about a young team, only one senior on this Grangeville mm-hmm. squad. So, I mean, this is Coach Barger doing a fantastic job uh, in Grangeville with this group of girls. So then you start to ask, okay, Kellogg and Orofino for maybe that second spot. Um, you know, St. Mary's could. Uh, they have a tall order, I think. Um, in the regular season, when Kellogg played Orofino, they uh, won by a score. Excuse me. They they won the first matchup forty two to thirty, and then they lost the second matchup, the rematch in Orofino forty three to forty. Hmm. I think Orofino has a chance, maybe. Like that, be I would give it. I mean, they played obviously like a day ago, um, right? <laughs> so we saw what happened there. But um, you know, fourth times a charm, maybe for Orfino. I don't know. Like, I mean, if they split two and two, it wouldn't surprise me. And Orfino gets the bid. Um, both those teams, I think, are are balanced enough to, you know, maybe make some make some noise in a play in game. I, I trying to. I'm looking at the your bracketology list right now on who they would play in a play in matchup. And uh-huh. uh, so, so it's right here on the bracket, right here, Ambrose. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not looking at the. I was looking at the different page, so I'm. Not, I don't have ma- our screen maximized. That's my uh, fault. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you didn't listen to that tip I gave at the beginning of the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes. So Ambrose is the third place team from District Three. 
I was trying to look in, to see if there were any common opponents this year between Kellogg, Orofino, and Ambrose, and it just doesn't look like it. So this is a total guessing game on how this would go. Um, Ambrose, I think, overshadowed a little bit because they're in the same district as Melba and Coal Valley Christian. Um, but I think you flip a coin. I yeah. think the North could get two teams to state. Could just be Grangeville too, but either way. Uh, yeah, I mean, if if the, if one of those teams does make it, it doesn't surprise me. I think if they miss it, you know, doesn't it's like you said, a coin flip. And you know, are we looking at I, the play-in winner to challenge for a state title in this year's bracket? No, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Melba's Mel pretty dang good. <laughs> In two A hoops, man, it is it is Melba's deal for sure. Um, yeah. So if Grangeville were to win and get in, they would be the sixth seed, and they're pretty much locked into that um, yep. because all of the teams above them um, are, are pretty much get get auto bid. So Grangeville would be sixth. If Kellogg were to make it, they would be Probably sixth there. or seventh. I think, I think they would be seventh or eighth. They're not going to so, pass Grangeville, obviously. So no. So they're the one team that's below Kellogg is Declo. De, okay. Declo did just win their district. They they're the there district four champions. So Kellogg would be seventh. Um, okay. And then you know if if Orofino were to get there, they're just behind Declo. So they so Orofino would be eight. Okay. Um, there. So yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting things going on in two A hoops. Um, <laughs> Let's move to uh, 1A District 1. This is the scenic Idaho Conference. Ryan, uh, last night at North Idaho College, Wallace beats G Prep, Genesis Prep, 55-26. And now here comes this really interesting district championship game tomorrow night, Thursday night at North Idaho College, Wallace and Lakeside. They split in the regular – we talked about this last week. They split in the regular season, and each team won by a – pretty hefty margin so what do you make of this third and final if javier gore is on lakeside wins by uh i don't want to say a billion but i like lakeside winning um if javier gore has a good night (coughs) if uh if she struggles it you know it wouldn't surprise me if wallace sneaks out and gets the district championship i think no matter what it's gonna be a great game tomorrow night so yeah i think there's uh, a lot of storylines kind of paralleling each other at the same time in that game Yes, there certainly are. And this, of course, famously went to the coin flip, right? Uh, Wallace and Lakeside tied for the district championship. They did the coin flip. Lakeside won it. So they are the one seed. Um, I, I'll just to just to be opposite of you, I'll take Wallace. Uh, Wallace is the defending district champion. I got to see Wallace play at state last year. They defend pretty well. They do. They yeah. do a pretty good job uh, in in man defense, especially. And they've got they've got a pretty good rebounding abilities as a team. There's not that one player that you point at and go, "Yeah, that's the go-to player." Like Jaden House was last year. Yeah, as I, say, I don't know if they have the size down low that they had last year. You know, like being able to control the block, but yeah, Jaden House was a he was a force. Yeah, she, and she was she was a great three point shooter as well, and and mm-hmm. brought it all to the table. Um, but but Wallace does rebound well as a team, so uh, I'll I'll go Wallace. And uh, okay. well, either way, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's yeah, be, I mean it's it's, it's good for North Idaho basketball. The more com- competition we've got in these league championship games coming down to the wire like this, I mean it makes for uh, high drama, which we we like as we enter the state tournament. I think it adds storylines to the picture and you know makes next week more interesting especially as from the broadcaster standpoint so yeah 
Definitely. Um, talking about, you know, if we get to state, um, Wallace, if they won, would be the eight seed. Um, and Lakeside would be uh, seven, maybe six. There's a lot of movement fluidity there, but either way, League Champ will be in the bottom half of the seeds at Max Preps. Um, let's go to the White Pine League, where there's, uh, to me, there's less drama because Lapway no. is so so freaking good um look at these look at these semifinals lapway beats potlatch 75 to 17 in the semifinal saturday and then potlatch never really recovered from that because monday night shouts to the troy trojans the seven seed they knock out potlatch the four seed in the loser out game ryan imagine getting beat so bad that you just can't recover and then you get just absolutely stunned in a in a you know play out loser out game that just stinks, man. But good job for Troy. I mean, to show up and take care of business. I mean, you're just reeling from a, a drubbing 75 to 17 and then end up not necessarily. And it's it's not like it was close. Troy took it to him and yeah. uh, and got that win. So hats off to the Trojans there. And, you know, they got a tough draw with Kamiai, uh, that game coming up tonight. But um, yeah, with a little bit more drama, I think. I mean, with Kamiai and Prairie, that was a close game. I mean, six-point ball game. Um, I don't, you know, if it ends up back in that situation, I, I don't know if Cami, I finally gets them or not. I don't know if they, I don't think they have the firepower to, to find themselves there, but, um, yeah, Lapway is just sort of buzzsaw. They're, they're our team on a mission and, uh, there is a, I almost want to say it like no shortage of talent. Let's put it that way. It's, it's pretty, pretty vast one versus two in the rest of the state. Yeah, so <laughs> talking about potlatch and just never recovering. I think that's the lapway effect. That's uh, I don't know. That happens to a lot of teams that hang over from playing lapway. I want to go. Yeah, I'm going to go back and look at their season and their common opponent or their opponent and look at their opponent's next game after playing lapway. Yeah, I bet the records aren't great. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, wait, congrats to Troy. Gate did like they played their absolute best game of the year. And and can they keep it going? We'll find out tonight. It's a doubleheader at Lewis well, High. Did you that's look like, at Troy's previous game? I mean, that's a one. I mean, if Troy versus Clearwater Valley, and then they come back and get another big win against Potlatch back to back nights. That's huge. What a, what a, what a journey. What a progression for Troy, right? They start here playing Prairie in the first round and losing by 50, 64 to 14. <laughs> Then they start climbing the hill. They they barely escape Clearwater Valley in a loser out game, forty to thirty nine, and then they go out and win by seventeen over Potlatch <laughs> by stock in the Troy Trojans. That, if that, yeah, if you're coach next year, you're looking at that. You're like, all right, we can we can work with this. Like this is something we can build off of for sure. And especially if they get a huge win tonight over Kamii. I mean, come on, like you might as well have won the state championship if you're that team. <laughs> That that would be the story of district tournament action, I think. If if Troy continued this great run, and we're I mean we're kind of laughing about it, but it's it's exciting um, yeah. to see this, and that's what makes the postseason so great. Is you never know which team is going to emerge and, for sure. Uh, yeah, way to go, Troy, and uh, we'll see if they can keep it up tonight. Doubleheader at Lewiston, uh, the uh, third and fourth place game. Basically, it's Camii and Troy, and then in the championship tonight, seven thirty Lapway and Prairie. Uh, Lapway, if they got to state, they'd be the number one overall seed. If Prairie got to state, they'd be the number two overall seed. If Kamii got to state, they would be the fifth seed. 
with potential to move up to the four. So that's you know what this is. I think what? everybody knows what this is, right? It's a sharpie. A, sh- a sharpie, yeah. That's what you can put Lapway in for the state championship with right now. <laughs> Book it. You, you know it's a good show when Skaggs is using props. <laughs> hey, guess what? This is going to make another appearance later in the episode, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to be kind of like, uh, you remember the old uh, – college basketball commentator for ESPN Digger Phelps. Yeah, yeah. He always he, Digger. he always had the highlighter in his hand and That's he would right. match he would match his tie. The t- the color of his tie would match the color of his highlighter. That's next level. <laughs> <laughs> I never put that together until now. Now I realize I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yep. Good old Digger. So, um anyways, let's get back on track. We've we've gone off course like we do so often on this show. We haven't talked um, about action movies in a while, so we're still good. <laughs> that's true. Uh okay, so anyways, let's go ahead. <laughs> Moving on. I was going to say something about Violent Night, but I decided I was going to say something about a bear, but yeah, we're <laughs> from that one. <laughs> we'll say we'll save that. Um okay, let's go to 1A D2. Um, so some, some bad news, uh, up in the, the, the North star league, um, district one, uh, Kootenai, the three seed just still struggling with overall numbers. Right. And they just had too many injuries slash players not available and they just kind of had to, had to fold. And so, yep. um, basically Clark fork and Mullen both got buys. And so now they're playing in the district championship game tonight. Um, at North uh, Idaho so I think College it's tomorrow, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night at North Idaho College. So this is a doubleheader. You'll have Clark Fork and Mullen at five thirty for the one AD two championship, and then that Wallace Lakeside game we talked about earlier at seven. What do we think of this matchup here? I'm kind of leaning Clark Fork. I'm kind of leaning the Wampus Cats here, but um, I'm leaning Mullen. I think I did last week too, and I'm going to stick with my gut on this one. Um. I know that they're pretty even. It's just, it's the Tigers' year. I mean, I'll just go with that. I'll I'll take them and and punch their ticket to state. They've got a winning record right now too. They're they're above five hundred. Uh, I'll give them the edge, but I mean, I think it's it doesn't get any more even than the two games we'll have tonight or tomorrow night at NIC. That's two very very evenly matched district championship games that. You know, you get like dessert and the main course for, you know, dessert first, maybe the main course afterwards. I don't know how you want to label that one, but I think both games are going to be phenomenal. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's a, it's a pick them. It's another pick them game. I really don't know which way to go. I'm going to lean Mullen. And just like the Lakeside Wallace uh, matchup, they split in the regular season. Uh, Clark Fork won the first matchup by 20, 37 to 17. And then in the rematch, Mullen got the win by five, 26, 21. So we'll see. It's going to be right. really, it's going to be really, uh, that doubleheader at, at NIC is uh, going to be really interesting to, to watch for sure. Okay. And let's finish up with, uh, here's my big list of all the brackets. You're getting behind the scenes of how we do these brackets on, on IdahoSports.com. Um, okay. White Pine League, 182. You've got Kendrick Deary in the championship Thursday night at Lapway. What else is new? Um, Kendrick beats St. John Bosco 
50 to 18 in the first round Monday. Deary got past Nez Person, kind of a tight game, 41 33. Nez Purse and uh, SJB will now play in the third and fourth place game Thursday night, six o'clock, and then it'll be the district championship. One note about St. John Bosco you'll see over here this first round game. They were the four seed, Highland was the five seed. St. John Bosco has not had a gym this year at all. So I, I don't I don't know where they've been playing their games. They didn't play all road games. I know that. Um, but they they, despite being the higher seed, had to travel to Craigmont to play Highland in that four versus five game last Friday night. Yeah. Took care of business. Well, and uh I believe that was due to a boys basketball game at Prairie, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but maybe I'm wrong there. But anyways, uh um, Definitely. Yeah, no, Deary and Kendrick, I think another great matchup. We saw them play each other what, just like a week ago, um, and mm-hmm. Kendrick won a tight one in that one. So if I'm not mistaken, I believe Kendrick won the second one but lost the first. I'm trying to remember how the split went this year. but I think it was uh, reversed. Or the other I mean, way around. Deary won the, re- the revenge game. Anyways, it's yes. going to be a good game. I mean, both these teams are definitely teams to be um, – I think looking at possible favorites, I think if you get Kendrick as the three seed at state against, say, like a Rockland, that's a great semifinal matchup. Um, and Deary, I mean, could get Mackey, which I think could be another good, interesting matchup as well. But it wouldn't surprise me to see a, a all white pine league final. I mean, like it, just like you could see it one AD one. I think you could easily see it at one AD two. Yeah, so uh, Kendrick won the first matchup uh, over Deary. That's what it was by by a score of the final was uh, forty seven to twenty eight, and then Deary okay. got him in the rematch by six forty four to thirty eight. Do we do we give Nez Perce a shot at? I mean, they did just lose to Deary by only eight. What do no, we think? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't look at Nez Perce as a, as a threat here. And if I'm proven wrong, congrats and like celebrate that upset that you like silence the critics or whatever. But um, I just look at Deary. The Mustangs are tough. That lineup's good. They got some youth there still too, but they're just playing well. And uh, Kendrick, we we obviously know that that lineup's really good too and what they've been able to do the last few years as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be a great game tonight in Lapway and or tomorrow night in Lapway, I should say. And be interesting to see how things go. Once Prism may see an overtime game in a, in a championship, wouldn't shock me one bit. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. And then we were kind of on last week's uh, show, Ryan. We were kind of lamenting the fact that when we when we recorded last week, the top three seeds um, were Rockland one, Deary two, Kendrick three, and we were like, oh man, Deary and Kendrick are on the same side of the bracket. They had to play each other in the first round at state last year. Like, can we just get these two on a course where they would meet in the championship? Well, I'm pleased to tell you that <laughs> in the, in the weeks since uh, we recorded that episode, Rockland didn't have any more regular season games, so they, they couldn't move whatsoever. But um, because of one of Deary's opponents, I don't even think it was Deary. I think it was one of their opponents got a win somewhere because up north they're always playing Kendrick, regular season I think games. It was, or not, I think it was Cami I got a win. But, yeah, and so, but yeah. it was an it was enough to move Deary now into the number one overall seed. If Deary gets to state, Deary would be one, Rockland would be two, Kendrick would be three. We got our wish. Deary and Kendrick yeah. on opposite sides of the bracket potentially. 
I like it. And uh, I mean, what a great semifinal 1A D2 could be. Holy cow. I mean, Deary, Mackie, Kendrick, and Rockland, if he goes chalk, that could be insane. I mean, and they certainly don't want to throw like Dietrich and Council are certainly like worthy adversaries as well. So, yeah, that could be a very interesting t- state tournament. I think probably, you know, with the exception of maybe uh, 4A, one of the more balanced, I think, you know, tournaments that we could have. Yeah, that to me is a one that's pretty wide open for sure. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll stay tuned to uh, Kendrick and Deary and see how they do there. Um, talking about girls basketball and districts and all that good stuff, let's go ahead and unveil your North Idaho Nine, your rankings for the top girls basketball teams, uh, regardless of classification. Take it away. Yeah, number one, uh, no surprise, the Vikings, Coeur d'Alene, they're rolling Lake City to Lapway three. Uh, four, I just like Timberlake and the way they're playing right now. Uh, I mean, it's hard to to not put them in the in that top five, you know, position. Sandpoint, I have them uh, slotted at fifth, um, and I know that we're kind of looking at it's like, well, what about head to head with post walls? Head to heads be darned right now. Um, I think the Bulldogs are playing good basketball. Post Falls has got to show something tonight. Like they're they're struggling a little bit. They've got a huge game in a in a loser out game. The season could be over against Lake City tonight. Um, and then you kind of round that one out with, you know, Pulse Falls being at six. You're like, what in the world's going on? Seven. Um, you have Kendrick. We just talked about them. Eight Prairie, nine Deary. I think all three of those last week we had slotted at the same. Like they were all ranked seven. Um, I certainly, yeah. <laughs> you could do it again, but uh, I didn't. And I could take some heat. Deary's like, how does Deary have one loss? And they're, they're, my, they're ninth. And I'm like, well. You know, go look at what Prairie's done too. They're not bad either. So I think all three of those are kind of the same team, but right. with just different colors. But anyways, that, that that's my top nine. It's a good nine, man. It is. It's it's a really it good really list. is. I mean, statewide, that's tough. Like that's a tough lineup. Yeah. Especially one one through four is oof, that's that's a good good group of four teams right there. Yeah, we talk about championship potential, right? Cordelaine will be the number one seed at 5A. Um, 4A is wide open. Sandpoint could go down there and, and easily could. compete for a title. Timberlake yeah. is kind of the same. I think 3A is fairly open. Um, 2A, we kind of think, is probably settled. Uh, 1A, D1 is Lapways. And 1A, D2 is pretty open. <laughs> yeah. so you're talking about you're talking about like five of the six could come from the north. In they theory. Could. In so. theory, yeah. In theory, very yeah. well could. Absolutely. Oh man, we would have to bring you on to all of the other regional prep casts that we. I do would walk in like I do the what the strut like uh, <laughs> Connor McGregor, you know the, the swagger. <laughs> oh man, yeah that that would oh. be that would be a sight to behold for sure. Put me next to Sean Kane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like the old school, like Skip Bayless and uh, what is it, Woody Page <laughs> to go at it. <laughs> Oh man, that's uh that'd be good stuff. I'm here for it. I'm here, I'm here for that. Um yeah. all right, let's talk boys hoops real quick. Uh Lake City uh played last night against Lewiston and Bengals kind of held tough for two and a half quarters, really towards the tail end of the third, and then like a lion that plays with its dinner before devouring it. Lake City said, All right, that's enough. And uh Timberwolves end up getting a pretty big win. Yeah, I think they closed the game on like a 29 to 6 run or something like that. And that was all she wrote. But yeah, Lewiston, I mean, hung tough. They really did. Um, you know, 
they can make things interesting with with Cordelaine in the district tournament. I still think that the Bengals are a dangerous team, at least to maybe get a steal a second bid. But uh, it's Lake City's it's Lake City's time. I mean, I just look at that lineup and it's just so stinking deep and so good. And I they haven't had a slip up like that we've seen, you know, last year or the year before. They've been so consistent, and uh, it's definitely. Um, you know, senior heavy team too. So there's a, there's a lot on the line. I know for that group of seniors and they're, they're ripping and raring to go for it, for a title. And I just know after what happened last year, their focus is going to be so laser sharp that I just don't, I don't see anyone that's going to stand in their way. Like maybe a why he got better, but we, we saw Lake city play a why he and, um, it wasn't close on the floor. It was, was, there was a stark difference between those two teams. Yeah, I just I don't I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it this year. Um so yeah. Congratulations to Lake City for picking up uh a pretty impressive win. Um was there anything Lapway related to talk about? You know, uh, Case, I mean, why like, not had another double double, like, triple double? Yeah, he had like another triple double, I think, or he had a crazy double double that was like Yes. Uh like did he have like fifty two points or something like that the other night? I mean it was yeah, ridiculous, but yeah um the one thing I will say, Bonner's Ferry. I'm man. I'm looking at that team right now. If I'm in three A, I want nothing to do with that team. They are locked and loaded, and they are playing best basketball outside of Lake City and Lapway. They're playing the best basketball of anybody in North Idaho, and it's not even close. Bonner's Ferry. Fun fact: Bonner's Ferry was the very first boys basketball team to tip off this year. They played North Idaho Christian, and they won. I think it was like a hundred and eleven to like forty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it wasn't it close. Kinda, it kind of set the tone <laughs> for the season. <laughs> and the, I mean you look at that team and there's so much of that coming back, you know, too. There's still like some of the pieces are young, but there's so much talent. Asher Williams is is a insanely good player and uh it's a very fun team to watch. They're well coached too, but they're just disciplined and uh I look at them, and I mean, there's no reason you should not look at them and think legit state championship contender. Yeah, when you look at this uh, Bonner's Ferry roster, obviously Ridge Williams and um, David Hammonds are great seniors. Braden Blackmore, fantastic senior. There's four seniors on this Bonner's Ferry. So many guys. I mean, like so many of those kids get time off the bench too. So I mean, uh, yeah. But actually, also they've been getting time because they've been blowing people out. So that helps too. But yeah, that's, that is, that's <laughs> how you build the program for sure. There's actually five seniors, Ridge Williams, Charles Hensley, okay. uh, David Hammonds, Porter Schulte and Braden Blackmore. Um, but they do, they've got, they've got some good younger the Batemans would both be back mm-hmm. next year. Asher Williams. Yep. There's yeah. There's, the there's some of there. that core will be back. They'll be, they're going to reload. I mean, they're going to be ready for another run, but I'm excited to see how this one finishes too. Yeah, Badgers are 16 and one on the season. Pretty phenomenal stuff. And um, we talked about, of course, in two A basketball, uh, St. Mary's still without Grace and Sands. Um, they've taken it on the chin a couple of times. Uh, they they lost that game with Lake City that was thrown on the schedule, uh, and then they lost to Bonner's Ferry by 10. And again, that was without Grace and Sands, so they have to feel pretty encouraged there. Um, and now here comes their kind of their big defining stretch here over the next uh, week. They'll play Orofino Friday night, 
They win that. They're pretty much locked into the top two. They're going to host Kendrick on Saturday. That will be a very good challenge, even though Kendrick's a 1AD2. And then they will host Kellogg on Tuesday in a game that could possibly force a split uh, for yeah. the regular season conference title. So, you know, Kellogg, a top five team in the state in the latest poll. And, you know, the Tigers or the Wildcats, sorry, are, are rolling. And, and I just look at that league. Uh, we talked about Orofino early, and they've kind of faded down the stretch. And St. Mary's just holding on by the skin of their teeth without, you know, had you know one of their best players out of the lineup. You know, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I mean, Coach Chase does such a great job coaching that coaching that crew up, and they got a tough win the other night. I believe last night they beat Priest River in a pretty tight game. Yes. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what can happen with St. Mary's if they're still able to find their way into the state tournament, but they're, they're going to have to go the hard way. They really will. Yes. Uh, it's going to be the, the difficult road for sure. Um, all right. Uh, let's take a look at your North Idaho nine for boys basketball. Again, regardless of classification, these are the nine best teams. According to Ryan Skaggs, send all your hate mail to Ryan Skaggs, not me. All right. Here we go. Uh, yeah. So number one, Lake city <laughs> two lap boy three. I got the Badgers, uh, Bonners ferry. I, some people could be like, I don't know what you're doing there. Coeur d'Alene four, Lewiston five, uh, Kendrick six, Lakeside at seven, still hanging in there. I mean, they're still winning games. Kellogg at eight, Kamii at nine, and that rounds up my top nine. I mean, Lakeside, they're, they're ranked number five right now. We just haven't seen them play a ton of games. The games they do play, they are drubbing people, and uh, it's not even close. And so the, the nights I still have is like, my outside favorite to play the state championship game, if they're able to find their way into the tournament, that's a team nobody wants anything to do with. They don't want that smoke. That team is good. Yes, I will tell you, one of the more underrated players in the state, I think, is Brutus C. John. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Dude can ball. <laughs> yeah. We saw him in Lapway, and it was like, you put on a clinic for like yeah. the first like three quarters of that game. He was one of the best players on the floor. And that's saying something looking at who is across the other side of the bench, you know, from Lapway they, that, you know, Sajon was there with everybody else and that, you know, and that was without Vander Brown on the floor from the majority of that game. You put Vander Brown in, in a game with that lineup, man, they're, they're brutally tough. They really are. Yeah. It's going to be uh fun to watch. I would love, I would love to see Lapway Lakeside in a championship. Again. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to see that game. That game was fun. Oh, yeah, that was a fun much. game. Get that game down Southern Idaho. Let's make it happen. Like I think I look at Lakeside. They really are in my mind, a legit dark horse to make it to the championship game. I don't know if they're going to beat. I I'm here's my, I said it was going to make another appearance. The Sharpie it's back. I think it's Lapway's tournament to win again. Um, you know, I think they both, I think are going to sweep on the boys and girls side again this year, but um, Lakeside, can make things interesting. Grace fans can give me some heat. I don't care. Lighthouse Christian. You, there's, there's a drastic difference between your programs and what Lapway has. Absolutely. It's yeah. Something, something to be seen. That's so that win streak will could what hit 60 by the end of the year um, or 61 or 62 games. Yeah. That, that's crazy. That's just craziness. Longest in the nation. According to Max yep. Preps, um, so it's uh, pretty impressive for sure. Okay, let's uh, let's talk district wrestling. Yeah, we are we are getting to the finish line, Skag. State <laughs> re- state wrestling is in two weeks. Two weeks. We got districts coming up, and uh, there's a whole lot of noise to be made. I think you know when we look at 
I said at the beginning there, I'm like, everybody's like looking at Meridian at 5A. They're going to win the state championship. And I'm like, no, no, no. You watch that post falls team. They're going to come on down the stretch and they're going to turn it on and start flexing. And that's exactly what they've been doing. And uh, I think this week, though, I really want to focus on the smaller schools. I think Kellogg yes. with that lineup, uh, uh, you know, to it, man, that's a dangerous team. Um, with a dangerous lineup that can make a ton of noise at the state tournament, you're going to get some big wins from kids. So here's how the state championship, in my mind, goes. <clears throat> it may not be the teams with the most lineup. Obviously, it's going to be the ones that get like the championships. But where it's going to be won is on those back-end matches where you have other schools that have like four or five kids that are there, but they're knocking off kids from the favorite and then getting them on the out of the blood rounds. That's where it's going to be made. And I look at Kellogg being able to probably finish or the podium finish as a team, probably the top three is, is very easily attainable for them. But uh, Priest Rivers got some guys that are going to find their way to the podium on Saturday at the state tournament as well. Uh, Matthias McLean is, he's a monster and he's got his hands full though in his weight class. But do um, you look at uh, Bonner's Ferry and three, I think is going to make some noise as well. They've got some kids that they'll get a couple state champs possibly out of that, out of their lineup. Um, but yeah, uh, wrestling in North Idaho, it's on an upward trend. I think five, a, we know is good. Um, it's the smaller schools that are starting to come around. Clearwater Valley is going to get a few placers. Potlatch will get a couple guys. Um, so there's, there's some kids in the area that are going to definitely have a good showing come, uh, postseason time. Yeah. So five, so five, a, uh, it'll come down to post falls Meridian four, a it's kind of Minico three, a, South Fremont Buell, kind of the two favorites. And then 2A to me is the one that's wide open. You've got these powers. You've got these powers that are coming from each district. Ryrie, Malad, you've got Declo, you've got New Plymouth, and then you've got Kellogg. And they're all going to converge. They're all going to bring their numbers because I think they're all going to do really well at their respective district tournaments. And you're right. Whoever can battle through and win those, you know, less than ideal circumstance matches. Is going to be the team that wins the 2A championship. As a reminder, last year came down to the final match of the night. It was the heavyweight final. A kid from Ryrie got the win. I think it was by two points. Yep. And that, that gave the Bulldogs the championship. Uh, we have a great photo of it where he's basically uh, jumping into the arms of his coach. They're bear hugging each other. And yeah, could be a similar it, it finish. Could be a year. similar finish. I mean, I really do see that. You know those those you know third and fourth place matches, uh, the, the five and six matches. That's where the tournament's going to be decided. Then you look at the girls' side. Uh, you could there's going to be there might be more state champions from the north than from anywhere in the state. It's just the numbers. I mean, you're not going to get a team championship. Let's put it that way. Um, it's just not not there with most of these programs. But man, you look at what we've got as far as strength coming out of the north. Whew, it is. I mean, there is some depth on depth. As far as uh, murderers row, you know, from lightweight, you know, through the midweights. I mean, it's a, you're probably going to get a state champion out of the north in every weight class. Yeah, be pretty spectacular to uh, to see that all unfold. So, yeah, girls state basketball is next week. Then it's state wrestling. Then it's boys state basketball. We're hitting the stretch drive here for winter sports. So next week on the prep cast, we'll do kind of what we've done in the past. We're going to have our live state girls basketball preview show. And then we will just uh, drop that into the the podcast feed for the North Idaho Prepcast. So we won't have a show with me and Ryan next week. It'll just be our our 
statewide your, girls basketball preview. Your panel of experts. Yes, our, our rotating <laughs> panel of experts. Um, so be on the lookout for that. It'll be in your North Idaho PrepCast podcast feed, but also you can join us for the live show next week. So you got the week off, Skaggs. Enjoy Sweet. your time off. Enjoy your holiday. <laughs> Valentine's Day, yeah. Um, actually going to celebrate it. So uh, anyways... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. And it's getting to be that, that time of year where it's a ton of fun. District wrestling up here up north is going to be bananas with some of the tournaments going on um, because of the auto bids. There's going to be some kids that are trying to – that may not have their way of getting in automatically that, you know, they could win the hard way and find their way in the state tournament. So there's a lot in the line, um, you know, coming up this next week. So it'll be interesting to see how things go. And then obviously state tournament time for basketball is going to be a ton of fun. Yes. Sprint to the finish for sure. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in to another edition of the North Idaho prep cast for Ryan Skaggs. I'm Brandon Bainey. We'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com.